Uh, oh boy. WWE, are you guys really, really, really trying to insult our intelligence? Because it looks like you are. I'm not even going to do an introduction tonight because you all know the deal with this podcast. It's off the chain on Anchor FM and all that good stuff. Um, you guys missed a horrendous show of SmackDown tonight. My opinion, don't even bother tuning into it. It was just a waste of time. Complete and utter crap. I mean, I swear, dude. The writers and creative have no control of what goes on on SmackDown. The opening segment was even horrendous because it was just... um, Carmella and Sasha Banks being made official (coughs) for later tonight. Later on in the night on SmackDown. Like, really? We all know what that's going to result in. Um... I'm going to hopefully just try to pull some positives out of the show. Because there were some positives that came out of the show. Um, sorry, that was my other phone. But um, Montez Ford versus Dolph Ziggler um, wasn't wasn't bad. It was actually a, a pretty decent match. Um, Let's see what else. What can what other good positives can I take out of this? Um, let's see what else. Wow, I got belly. I know you do. Could I say let's go. Um, a negative. Sami Zayn beats Big E in a non-title match by countout. Seriously, guys. Seriously, that's the third countout win. The third count-out. Third count-out win. Literally the third one. So, we've already started off the show with a negative. Somewhat of a positive, and now we're back to a negative. That's two negatives already with this show. Sami Zayn beats Big E by count-out. WWE, you need to stop having Sami Zayn win by count-out. What is he? Like the Miz and trying to escape... Getting his freaking uh, moneymaker bastion or something. It needs to lead to a match between Sami Zayn and Big E. Where Sami Zayn finally drops the Intercontinental Championship. And it goes over <coughs> to Big E. Like, I'm tired of seeing it. Um, another positive is Bianca Belair like, running down like her accolades... And all that starts uh, mouthing off about Bailey. Um, that was that was actually pretty good. I like that really good segment of the night. In my opinion, Kevin Owens trash talking, trash talking. <coughs> sorry, let's go to the coffee in the background. Ignore it. Kevin Owens trash talking um, Roman Reigns, saying he doesn't fear him. Jay literally coming in trying to blindside Kevin. But he gets popped up powerbomb through the table. And then Roman and Jay brawl. Or Roman and Kevin Owens brawl to the back. <coughs> um, and they're and Roman's literally telling them, talk some sense into your dad. Because if you don't, 
He's going to be the one taking the food off the table. Oh, oh my lord. Yes, yes, yes. This is the Roman that we need. Like I said, sorry for the coughing. That's just, don't mind it. That is perfect. That's literally been the best thing going on SmackDown recently. Was, is Roman Reigns being heel. Sorry. Is Roman being heel. They should have done that years ago. They should have done that years ago, in my opinion. But heel Roman Reigns now is literally the best. The best thing going. That's like the only positive I can think of. Uh, Liv Morgan Ruby Riot defeated Natalia Billy Kay. Don't care. Cesaro and Nakamura beat Otis and Chad Gable. Like, seriously. Like, the training on Instagram, on Chad Gable's Instagram page was awesome. But you get him into the ring. Cesaro swung Chad Gable, which is <coughs> which is an impressive swing. Like, if you have not seen Cesaro wrestle, you need to. Because his swing is incredible. And then Nakamura does a Kinshasa, and that's it. He didn't bother kicking out. And Otis really never made the save. So now we get to Baron Corbin's interview saying his Wesley Blake and Steve Cutler are his new loyal knights. His new royal knights, I should say. What? Um, it was good. It was good. I liked it. Hopefully it's a breath of fresh air for Baron Corbin, uh, Wesley Blake, and Steve Cutler. Hopefully it's a nice... With a fresh air for those three, because I can definitely see some potential um, in those three if they book if WWE booked it right. Because Jackson Riker is already being a bodyguard for Elias on Raw, and according to some reports, um, Jackson Riker was being moved to Monday Night Raw because there's <coughs> excuse me, there's a lot of dirt on him on SmackDown, so that's why he's staying on raw not too shabby then we get then we get two matches made for the go home show bianca belair versus bailey which shouldn't be too bad and the street profits taking on dolph ziggler and robert rude for the smackdown tag team championships it's already been it's already been spoiled by rest by wrestling dirt sheets and wrestling pages that that the street profits are gonna have a match at TLC against those two for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships in a ladder match. You could have honestly saved the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match and booked it for TLC, made it a ladder match, and it would and it could have been something to get hyped for. Because the Street Profits in NXT, when they first won the NXT Tag Team titles, when they were in that ladder match against, I think, the Forgotten Sons and the Undisputed Era and I think another team, I don't know. That was actually a really entertaining match. So, I would have saved the Street Profits versus Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode for TLC, made it a louder match and it actually would have been a lot entertaining, a lot better. Then we get to the main event. Carmella defeating... 
Um, <sighs> Carmella defeating Sasha Banks by disqualification. Like, I don't know what WWE's problem is, but they just can't seem to book a championship match right. E I mean, tonight was no exception. This match was an atrocious finish. It's clear that DQs are WWE's favorite freaking finish. Literally. And then Banks gets beaten up by um, Carmella to end it. So it's clearly obvious that we're getting the rematch at TLC. First of all, Bruce Pritchard, as a producer, you suck. Bruce Pritchard, you suck as a producer for WWE. You literally suck at that. I'm not even stressing it. You suck as a producer. Bruce Pritchard sucks as a producer. Even on Raw, he sucks. Because if he's doing it for SmackDown as well, he sucks producing SmackDown as well. He sucks at producing Raw, and he sucks at producing SmackDown. Sorry, but that's the truth. Tonight's show was a waste of everyone's time. Minus the only the two positives that I can get out of this. You're better off watching Roman Reigns cut his promo. And that's it. You could have just switched it off and went and watched something else. I still remember, because even though I wasn't around, I still remember back in the day when Vince McMahon introduced the Attitude Era and he said that he was that we were probably getting tired of having our intelligence insulted. Hello? It's 2020 and we're still getting our intelligence insulted by Mr. McMahon himself. So it's best now that... Vince steps down from WWE, hires better creative, and then maybe, just maybe, WWE could get better. But as long as they're stuck being PG, I don't think it'll get better. Not one bit. And it goes to show you with tonight's SmackDown, because they literally had no effort put into SmackDown. Literally, no effort. You guys are better off watching, like, All Elite Wrestling, NXT, which, if you saw the ratings for those, AEW brought in almost a million viewers. They were so close. Probably just another 5,000 viewers, and they would have had it. Just literally, just another 5,000 viewers, and AEW would have beaten AEW, or NXT... In the, in the viewership. They were this close. And AEW literally beat NXT. Literally. And since Kenny Omega's been going over to Impact and all that. Um, by the way, my rant about, Smack, about tonight's SmackDown's over. This is just more related wrestling talk. Ooh, more related wrestling news, I should say. <laughs> since Kenny Omega went over to Impact. Impact actually charted in the demographics. Literally charted 
in the demographics and beats NXT by a long shot. Like, it's rare for a company to have another one of their major champions go over to Impact and they beat NXT. It's rare. It's rare for that to happen. And since Kenny Omega is now a bad guy, I can actually see it working out. Because as a face, he's good, but as a heel, he's fantastic. And I think this was done, I think the hokey finish was done to write Moxley off because Moxley's wife, Renee Young, is having a kid, so that's probably why he got written off. So that's just why I think they did the hokey finish. And another good piece of wrestling news, Sting in AEW. Everyone's been talking about it. Sting's merch broke records <coughs> in literally less than 24 hours. Like, it goes to show you that Sting was made for AEW. Sting was made for AEW. I mean, it's perfect. And even though he's, even though he's still wearing the face paint, it shows you that he hasn't aged at all. Even though he's 61 years old and probably can't go anymore, he can probably put on some good matches. Heck, even Chris Jericho teased a match, um, teased a match with Sting. That would actually be pretty good. I mean, it would be fantastic. Now, in regards to NXT, NXT's been doing pretty good. I I love NXT. I love it. Like I should have watched. An episode of NXT tonight, then Dread Down. Um, I am. Sorry. Um, I mean, Karrion Cross coming back and taking out Damian Priest. I mean, it's clear, it goes to show you that there's Priest's next feud with Karrion Cross as soon as Cross starts making some appearances. I mean, it's honestly good for NXT because they got everything they have. They don't need to pull the punches like WWE does. NXT is by itself. Same thing with AEW. Even though AEW is being taken or is in control by Tony Khan, it can it goes to show you that even though we're just a wrestling company and we're starting to grow, it goes to show you we don't have to be like dumb 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 e to give you guys a good show. Like, if WWE knew... Now, WWE knew that they had some competition. But did Vince make any changes to the company? Absolutely not. No. (coughs) Excuse me. No changes are being made. And, heck, he even forced Dabakato... Omos, I think that's how you pronounce it. AJ Styles' bodyguard. Mace of Retribution. And Keith... Lee to go through um, some in-ring training to better their abilities. <coughs> first of all, the first three that I mentioned, Dabakato, Omos, I think, and Mace of Retribution need it. Keith Lee doesn't need it. Watch his matches at NXT if you don't believe me. 
His matches in NXT are fire. My favorite one is the Great American Bash versus Adam Cole. The winner-take-all match. When he won the NXT Championship. I mean, it goes to show you that Vince is out of touch. He won't do anything to better his company. Instead, he's just going to let probably let AEW um, kick WWE right in the hind end and take him down. Which, honestly, I wouldn't mind seeing that. It would be awesome if AEW takes WWE down a peg and watches... Vince needs to watch at least one episode of AEW to see, like, oh, we need to change this. We need to change the rating. If Vince knew he had competition, he would have made the changes a long, long, long time ago. Like, it being no longer PG, more edgy stuff, and better better wrestling. But no, he instead he slaps it in the face, no changes are being made, and AEW is still beating NXT. It goes to show you, Vince, your product sucks right now, and I don't think anyone will care once your company is long gone. I mean, once your company is long gone, that's it. The only good, true wrestling companies that I think are still around are AEW, for one, NXT, Ring of Honor, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, MLW, um, I think I said ROH, I'm not sure, ROH, CMLL, uh, AAA, I mean, it just goes to show you, Vince, that you have no creative control over your company, and that's why SmackDown <coughs> sucked tonight. SmackDown can get a 1 or a 0 out of 10 for all I care. So, that's it for this podcast, guys. I thank you guys very much for listening. Um, I just wanted to throw in some other pieces of wrestling news in there as well. Um, but real quick before I go, I just want to say RIP to Debo from Friday, who you guys better know, or, or he, you guys better know as um, Zeus from w, from the WWF days, back when wrestling was actually good. Um, he passed away yesterday at the age of 62. Um, for those, I'm just going to give like a brief rundown on who he is. Uh, for those that don't that didn't know who Zeus was. Zeus was a professional wrestler for the WWE, WF at the time. Uh, mainly known for his feud with Hulk Hogan and his appearance in the classic No Holds Barred movie, along with uh, WWE Hall of Famer Stan the Lariat Hansen. He had a brief run in WCW as Z Gangsta, along with um, uh, Robert Swenson, I think. And he went by, like, the Jeep Machine, giant, something like that. Um, but he was found dead by police yesterday at the age of 62. So, Debo from Friday, Zeus from WWE, the Gangsta from WCW, rest in peace. You will be dearly missed by the wrestling community. Um, and that's it for this podcast, guys. I thank you guys very much for listening, supporting the podcast. Um, you can also support me on my YouTube channel as well. 
the sweet life with Cutter and Austin. Be sure you like, comment, and subscribe over there. Some new content coming. Be sure you hit the bell for all notifications. <coughs> That's just my rant on SmackDown. SmackDown needs to get their act together, or their viewership is just going to keep getting lower, 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 and lower. I know they moved to Tropicana Field. I, I understand that. But trying to get... I mean, Vince is trying to test us. Okay, but we're going to save that for another podcast. Till then, thank you guys very much for listening. I'm your host, Austin Sweet. You guys have a great weekend, everybody.